Today is the 24th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you today. Black Friday. So, uh, imagine... Imagine we're shopping with lots of people today, <laughs> driving around and catching sales, and here we are. It's the holiday season, and there is probably not a more important season to center ourselves in the scriptures and to center ourselves in the story of our salvation and the arrival of the Savior. And so let's do that as we continue the journey forward through the scriptures. Today, we will complete the book of Ezekiel, and we've been camping out in Ezekiel for a while. We'll reach the conclusion today. And so let's dive in. Ezekiel chapters 47 and 48. In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on its south side. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet and then led me across. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, It was up to my waist. Then he measured another 1,750 feet, and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but too deep to walk through. He asked me, Have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. Then he said to me, This river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea, all the way from Engedi to Eglaim. The shores will be covered with nets drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea, just as they fill the Mediterranean. But the marshes and swamps will not be purified. They will still be salty. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the river. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall, and there will always be fruit on their branches. There will be a new crop every month, for they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruit will be food and the leaves for healing. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Divide the land in this way for the twelve tribes of Israel. The descendants of Joseph will be given two shares of land. Otherwise, each tribe will receive an equal share. I took a solemn oath and swore that I would give this land to your ancestors, and it will now come to you as your possession. These are the boundaries of the land. The northern border will run from the Mediterranean toward Hetlon, then on through Libo-Hamat to Zidad. Then it will run to Birata and Sibraim, which are on the border between Damascus and Hamath, and finally to Hatzar, Hatikon, on the border of Haran. 
So the northern border will run from the Mediterranean to Hatzar Inan, on the border between Hamath to the north and Damascus to the south. The eastern border starts at a point between Haran and Damascus and runs south along the Jordan River between Israel and Gilead, past the Dead Sea and as far south as Tamar. This will be the eastern border. The southern border will go west from Tamar to the waters of Meribah at Kadesh and then follow the course of the Brook of Egypt to the Mediterranean. This will be the southern border. On the west side, the Mediterranean itself will be your border from the southern border to the point where the northern border begins, opposite Libo Hamath. Divide the land within these boundaries among the tribes of Israel. Distribute the land as an allotment for yourselves and for the foreigners who have joined you and are raising their families among you. They will be like native-born Israelites to you and will receive an allotment among the tribes. These foreigners are to be given land within the territory of the tribes with whom they now live. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Here is the list of the tribes of Israel and the territory each is to receive. The territory of Dan is in the extreme north. Its boundary line follows the Hethlon road to Libo Hamath and then runs on to Hatzar Inan on the border of Damascus, with Hamath to the north. Dan's territory extends all the way across the land of Israel from east to west. Asher's territory lies south of Dan's and also extends from east to west. Naphtali's land lies south of Asher's, also extending from east to west. Then comes Manasseh, south of Naphtali, and its territory also extends from east to west. South of Manasseh is Ephraim, and then Reuben, and then Judah, all of whose boundaries extend from east to west. South of Judah is the land set aside for a special purpose. It will be eight and a third miles wide and will extend as far east and west as the tribal territories, with the temple at the center. The area set aside for the Lord's temple will be eight and a third miles long and six and two-third miles wide. For the priests there will be a strip of land measuring eight and a third miles long by three and a third miles wide, with the Lord's temple at the center. This area is set aside for the ordained priests, the descendants of Zadok who served me faithfully and did not go astray with the people of Israel and the rest of the Levites. It will be their special portion when the land is distributed the most sacred land of all. Next to the priest's territory will lie the land where the other Levites will live. The land allotted to the Levites will be the same size and shape as that belonging to the priests, eight and a third miles long and three and a third miles wide. Together, these portions of land will measure eight and a third miles long by six and two-third miles wide. None of this special land may ever be sold or traded or used by others. For it belongs to the Lord. It is set apart as holy. An additional strip of land eight and a third miles long by one and two-third miles wide, south of the sacred temple area, will be allotted for public use, homes, pasture lands, and common lands, with the city at the center. The city will measure one and one-half miles on each side, north, south, east, and west. Open lands will surround the city for 150 yards in every direction. Outside the city, there will be a farming area that stretches three and a third miles to the east and three and a third miles to the west, along the border of the sacred area. This farmland will produce food for the people working in the city. Those who come from the various tribes to work in the city may farm it. 
This entire area, including the sacred lands and the city, is a square that measures eight and a third miles on each side. The areas that remain to the east and to the west of the sacred lands and the city will belong to the prince. Each of these areas will be eight and a third miles wide, extending in opposite directions to the eastern and western borders of Israel, with the sacred lands and the sanctuary of the temple in the center. So the prince's land will include everything between the territories allotted to Judah and Benjamin, except for the areas set aside for the sacred lands and the city. These are the territories allotted to the rest of the tribes. Benjamin's territory lies just south of the prince's lands, and it extends across the entire land of Israel from east to west. South of Benjamin's territory lies that of Simeon, also extending across the land from east to west. Next is the territory of Issachar, with the same eastern and western boundaries. Then comes the territory of Zebulun, which also extends across the land from east to west. The territory of Gad is just south of Zebulun, with the same borders to the east and west. The southern border of Gad runs from Tamar to the waters of Meribah at Kadesh, and then follows the brook of Egypt to the Mediterranean. These are the allotments that will be set aside for each tribe's exclusive possession. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. These will be the exits to the city. On the north wall, which is one and a half miles long, there will be three gates, each one named after a tribe of Israel. The first will be named for Reuben, the second for Judah, and the third for Levi. On the east wall, also one and a half miles long, the gates will be named for Joseph, Benjamin, and Dan. The south wall, also one and a half miles long, will have gates named for Simeon, Issachar, and Zebulun. And on the west wall, also one and a half miles long, the gates will be named for Gad, Asher, and Naphtali. The distance around the entire city will be six miles. And from that day, the name of the city will be The Lord is There. First Peter 2, 11 through 3, 7 Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when He judges the world. For the Lord's sake, submit to all human authority, whether the king as head of state or the officials he has appointed. For the king has sent them to punish those who do wrong and to honor those who do right. It is God's will that your honorable lives should silence those ignorant people who make foolish accusations against you. For you are free that you are God's slaves. So don't use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Respect everyone and love the family of believers. Fear God and respect the King. You who are slaves must submit to your masters with all respect. Do what they tell you, not only if they are kind and reasonable, but even if they are cruel. For God is pleased when conscious of His will you patiently endure unjust treatment. Of course, you get no credit for being patient if you are beaten for doing wrong, 
But if you suffer for doing good and endure it patiently, God is pleased with you. For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering. Just as Christ suffered for you, He is your example, and you must follow in His steps. He never sinned nor ever deceived anyone. He did not retaliate when He was insulted nor threaten revenge when He suffered. He left His case in the hands of God who always judges fairly. He personally carried our sins in His body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By His wounds you are healed. Once you were like sheep who wandered away, but now you have returned to your shepherd, the guardian of your souls. In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husband might do. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Psalm 119.49-64 Zayin, remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. The proud hold me in utter contempt, but I do not turn away from your instructions. I meditate on your age-old regulations. Oh Lord, they comfort me. I become furious with the wicked because they reject your instructions. Your decrees have been the theme of my songs wherever I have lived. I reflect at night on who you are, O Lord. Therefore, I obey your instructions. This is how I spend my life, obeying your commandments. Heth, Lord, you are mine. I promise to obey your words. With all my heart, I want your blessings. Be merciful as you promised. I pondered the direction of my life, and I turned to follow your laws. I will hurry, without delay, to obey your commands. Evil people try to drag me into sin, but I am firmly anchored to your instructions. I rise at midnight to thank you for your just regulations. I am a friend to anyone who fears you, anyone who obeys your commandments. O Lord, your unfailing love fills the earth. Teach me your decrees. Proverbs 28, 
12 and 13. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper. But if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what's told to us in the Proverbs. Those of us who conceal what we're doing in the dark will not prosper. But if we turn from our wickedness, we will receive mercy. Forgive us, O Lord, we are all guilty of being in the dark somewhere. Holy Spirit, come with the light of the truth and shine it inside of us. We open ourselves to you. We want to walk through this season humbly, open, and not caught up in all of the materialism and all of the grandeur. We want to be with you, honoring you, walking with you. Lead us forward, we pray, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com. That is home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. It's Black Friday, so everybody kind of knows that. Everybody's got sales everywhere and shopping everywhere. We've talked about what we're doing for Christmas here at the Daily Audio Bible, how we normally have a Christmas box with a Christmas ornament for the year in it and stuff. And this year, we've got a new, a new plan. We've got some new resources all of the different music from the Daily Audio Bible has been pressed up onto beautiful colored vinyl and beautiful packaging as a, a way of uh, investing into the technology that brings the Daily Audio Bible to us each day as we kind of turn into the final phase of brand new, a brand new home, a brand new place for us that uh, will come our way in 2024. But this year, if you can partner with us, purchase one of the vinyl albums or purchase all of them. They're $25, a gift of $25 each. You can give as much as you want, but and you can get them all and we'll send you the Christmas ornament for the year with the word for the year, which has been expand. And that has been uh, an interesting thing to say the least. Looking forward to talking about that some more. But that's what's going on for Christmas, and so it's Black Friday. These will probably, they always do, sell out, and so just, uh, yeah, dailyaudiobible.com, and just go to the shop, and you'll find it there in the Christmas section, or using the app, just push the little drawer icon in the upper left-hand corner and go to the shop, and you'll find it there, and thank you humbly for your partnership. If you have a prayer request or encouragement, of course, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I will be waiting for you here. Tomorrow. Hi, everyone. This is Christy in Kentucky. I wanted to talk to Corey today and tell you my sweet sister 
Our other sister in Georgia called to pray for you. And I want you to know that you have a sister in Kentucky that is praying for you. And I understand what you're walking through as my precious and beautiful husband was diagnosed with ALS a year ago in August. And yes, this is a um, difficult journey, but God, amen, but God. I am first his wife, second I am his caregiver. And Corey, we know that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. And that means that ALS has to bow at the name of Jesus. And so, Corey, I want to pray for you, sister. Father, we love you. We praise you. Father, we trust you. Your word says, Lord Jesus, that by your stripes, we were and we are healed. Father God, we love you so much. And we know that there is nothing, nothing too great for you. Father, we believe that there is a testimony in this healing for Corey and for Tim that others will see your miraculous power, Father. So many around us do not believe in Jesus. And Lord, we are praying that you will heal Corey and that you will heal Tim from ALS. Lord Jesus, we want this to be a testimony to you. Father, we know that your will is your will, Lord. We also know, Father, that you are a miraculous God and that you can do things even suddenly. So, Father, we thank you. We love you. Most of all, we love you and we trust you. And it's in your precious and holy name that we please. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. This is Kyle in Pennsylvania calling with an update uh, for my daughter, Riley who had surgery on the 14th. The surgery went well. Uh, they were able to do what they wanted to do. And so she's in recovery right now. Um, sorry for the delay in calling back. I got a cold last week, so I wasn't able to visit her a lot. And my voice was kind of shot, but I'm feeling better now. Uh, continued prayers for her because there is a lot of fluid um, building up in her lungs that they're really not sure why it's building up, so they're going to do some tests and some imaging this week uh, to see what's going on there. Uh, but she's doing really well. She's definitely uh, getting better and becoming more like herself um, and perking up a little bit, so that's nice to see. Uh, but just, yeah, keep her in prayers that uh, the side of the heart that was a lot smaller, uh, they're hoping that that will continue to grow and that um, it'll be more equal to the other side of her heart. That's what the surgery was trying to do. So pray for that. And then just uh, pray that we'll figure out what's causing the fluid to build up in, around her lungs and that they'll be able to fix that. Uh, thank you for all your prayers. I heard a ton of the prayers and it really meant a lot to me and my wife and our family. Thank you all. Bye. Good evening, brothers and sisters. It's Soaring on Eagle's Wings from Canada on Evermith 20th. Linda from Oregon, I heard your very quest, and I'm going to the only person who is able to help you and your daughter, Abba. Her 44-year-old daughter has been recently diagnosed with stage 4 triple negative breast and this has metastasized her liver 
her lungs and her spine. She's in severe pain in her lower extremities, and she lost her dad in April. She has a husband and two children. Oh, Abba, have mercy. You're the God of compassion. You're the healer. You're everything to us. And so, as I join with the other DAB families and, um, and, and Linda, as we take her daughter to you, reach forth your hand and bring healing to that body, which seems so impossible right at this moment. Give her extra time to spend with her children and her husband. Oh God, the doctors need wisdom to know how to care for her. What should they do? You be their hands and their ears and everything that they need to help her. Dear God, comfort her when she feels overwhelmed. Let your love embrace her, her family, and know that you're working. Shalom, Daily Audio Bible. This is Dwayne from Wisconsin. All praise and glory to our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today is November 21st already. The Harden family, congratulations. Congratulations to China and her husband and the family and the uh, new birth of the young lady. So we uh, want to lift her up and uh, give praise to our Lord and Savior that uh, she will grow up and uh, be a godly a child, and uh, be a light for our Lord and Savior. Let us continue to pray for our children. Brian called in, would like us to pray for his son, Mitchell. He's in rehab. Uh, he's praying that he will get the help he needs um, and that when he is released, that he will have housing um, and also that it would continue uh, being in treatment and basically just getting the help he needs. And we give praise that he is diving into your word, Lord. And we pray that that takes root and grows inside of him and he becomes a light for you, Lord. And also he wants us to pray for his uh, other son, Matt, and then Ashley was pregnant. So congratulations there and that they draw closer to you as well. Linda called in, would like us to pray for her 44-year-old daughter who was just recently diagnosed with breast cancer. Lord, we lift her up to you. Lord, we ask for your intervention. We ask your will be done. We pray that they will be done, that you would relieve the pain that she is suffering. And if it is your will, that you would take this cancer from her. Be with her, Lord. We pray that she will draw closer to you and lean into you during this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And God bless.